Hamilton Culture with Justin Pearson. I got a chance to catch up with John Waters in the middle of the Retox Beneath California tour to discuss the parallels of the music and the movie industries and the art that people create. So you, you loosely made this comment saying that <clears throat> if you want to do art on your own terms, be it, you know, whatever, however obscure you want to be, you have to do it for 40 years as an intern for yourself. Until you're 40 years old, maybe. Not for 40 full years. for 40 years. Well, first of all, you need to have somebody like it. Uh, even in the beginning, even in the beginning, they can all hate you. And you can get the worst reaction. Often, that's good in the beginning. <laughs> I, I built a career yeah. on, so did you, on negative, <laughs> on negative response in the beginning. But somebody still came. There yeah. were people that liked it. They liked that everyone else hated it. So that you got to have somebody that likes but it. Don't you think the negative response is more negative response from the, the right people? It depends sure. who are giving you negative response. Not that the, some pe- when I got all neg- negative response, it was from the quote establishment in yeah. the sixties. You know, so that's what you wanted, you know, but the people that came and liked it that were laughing were like insane hippies that hated hippies. (laughs) You know, that's who, because my movies were made to offend hippies. Yeah. Even though I was a liberal, you know, I looked like a hippie, you know, I was a yippie, but still, I was in that culture. Sure. You know, so we made movies to offend the very people that came to see them in a humorous way and to test their limits. But, But no one had the guts to do that. I don't know about guts. I didn't know what else to do. I didn't think I was brave. I was just trying to make myself laugh and other people <laughs> like me. It was like pothead humor for people that were pissed off and, you know, were sick of peace and love. And so, but then you have to have somebody has to like it. You know, the public, the press can hate it, the critics can hate it, but somebody has to like it. But each time you get a little more. I mean, I never knew, I certainly never had any overnight success in any way. Things gradually went up and down like growth stocks (laughs) so I mean somebody asked me what changed your life over the night Pink Flamingos played all over the country and never played in New York and finally they let us play one night at the Elgin Center at midnight 40 people came they said you have one more weekend we went the next week there was a line around the block my life changed that night my life changed when Hairspray won the Tony and probably my last change again when my last book made the New York bestseller list for a long time. Those three nights made things change. But all the I did a million other things. Yeah. And they were all good too, but it was up and down, up and down, up and down. None of my movies ever were that big a hits at the box office. Even Hairspray. I mean, Divine died a week after it opened. That didn't help the box office for a comedy. Yeah. Um, Crybaby wasn't yeah. a hit when it came out. But today, more people have seen Crybaby than any movie ever made because of television and Johnny Depp. But whoever thought my movies would ever So Crybaby is bigger than Hairspray? I believe all over the world. It plays constantly on television all over the world. Um, so, but whoever thought any of those movies, Pink Flamingos plays on television sometimes. Who would ever have imagined that would be possible on to TV. play? What when TV I go to that? do my shows now, people bring, their parents bring them and say that my mother gave me Pink Flamingos. I thought, she did? <laughs> when I was young, my mother found Pink Flamingos and called the police, you know. So, and now my favorite thing is parents bring, as a last-ditch effort to bond, their 
angry, rebellious children, and they come to see me together, and it's touching. <laughs> and, you know, they're with their daughter who has a big tattooed face and is pissed off with a straight mother, and they're holding hands, like, trying to hear me talk about <laughs> anal blossoms. And that's how they, that's how they, it's a last-ditch effort to bond. Well, so then I, touch, mean, I don't know I, if it works, because I leave town. <laughs> but it's it happens a lot now. But I brought my mom to see you. So I, I like, know. I think reverse. it's weird. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's weird. You're trying to yeah. I'm like and, mom, get weird. Come on. Let's and go. another thing that happens is people wait in line to see me, and then the, this has happened three times this year. The boy gets down on his knees, takes out a ring box, oh, and yeah. asks the girl to marry him in front of me. I don't care. <laughs> so that's the thing. Is like, is, do you see a parallel with like? Movie stuff, as far as it started, because with music, it's always like you have to play this kind of shit. You know, you have to you have to play this kind of. It's all the same. same Somebody, the more money they give you, the more they're gonna have to say about it, and you get used to that. Yeah, you want freedom, make it cheap, and do it yourself. You want to get rich, listen to a lot of people, (laughs) and there's some there's some kind of middle you got to find. You know, if people are gonna give you a whole lot of money, they're gonna have something to say, Mm -hmm. but you got to learn how to live with that and make that fine. Sure. I went through the whole Hollywood situation. I don't have any complaints about it. Yeah. I remember nights of terror and nights of market testing and all the nightmare of Hollywood. But in the long run, I, got, I made the movie I wanted to make. you got to negotiate with it. Yeah. But if they give you a lot of money, they're definitely <laughs> going to say something. Yeah. Even if it's a record deal. The same thing. They're going to say something. If you want to do exactly what you want, you know, but do you want to be 70 in a van? <laughs> I'll be there very soon. <laughs> I don't know if I'm 70 in a van, I at least want a driver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or bail money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you just roll with it. You know, I mean, it, but you I, are rolling. You, yeah. But you also know that you have many ways. You've had many groups. If you go from one thing to another, you have a company. You, you have to have backup careers always that you like the same. Or they all kind of work and They all work together. together yeah. yeah. It was funny, though, because the other night we were in Atlanta. They used to call it just having a job. Now they call it a brand. It's the same oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just means you're employed. Or that you employ yourself. Well, yeah, I've always employed myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we are people in, say, how do you have that discipline? Because I walk in the next room in my underpants to go to work. <laughs> I don't have to go to work. Yeah. But I do. I work probably longer hours. But, uh, you know, that's why I'm not going to come see you because you're playing too late tonight and i got to get up at 6 o'clock and think <laughs> up fucked up things to make a living. <laughs> awesome. You're going to go play fucked up things and i got to think them up. We just have different hours. Yeah. We go, same to, we go to sleep when you, same when racket. you wake up. It is the same racket. Yeah. <laughs> that was Colton Culture with Justin Pearson. Yeah.